Hi, welcome to Black Hats in the Zodiac. Um, I am also recording for the podcast and recording for YouTube now that I um, decided to finally just fig figure it out as I go and just do it. Um, let me know if I'm not being loud enough. I have a habit of being quiet, I guess. Um, my hat, my hat. I wish it was a hat. My hair is crazy. And so I will be doing that on YouTube for those of you who are just listening. Um, I just turned 31, 31, 31 years old. Um, it's my birthday today, December 22nd. I spent the day kind of just being emotional, not because I'm in my 30s. I love being in my 30s. It's the fucking tits. I love it. I love being in my 30s. It's the fucking tits. Um, what I don't enjoy is my birthday. But that's for other reasons that I'm going to dive into. So this is going to get really messy. It's going to be emotional. It's going to be kind of raw. I don't know. I don't tell people my emotions too much. I feel like I do. I, I feel like that was a lie and I totally do. Um, but I also feel like it's not very functional to society to keep things to myself. Okay, let me let me start over. Hold on, I have like a whole list of things that I was going to say. Um, first of all, Ethan is not here. Um, he's at home, in his home, on his property, in his bed. Um, this is just me because it's my birthday episode and so I asked him or actually he kind of told me that this sounded like it needed to be like a little personal kind of thing and I was like you know what you're right and this is why you're babe and so he's right about a lot of things which is really nice because that means I can trust him and not really have to think about things if you know you know and if you don't know I'm sorry <laughs> um but, oh damn it, I'm trying to section off my hair and I'm not really using mirrors, but I have one in front of me, but like I, I didn't do it correctly. And my hair is very tangly. It's nappy, as some people would call it. Um, I uh, relax my hair, I guess I tend to relax my hair about twice a year. And the last time I relaxed it was in May. So it's a little overdue. It's not good for you. It's not good for your hair. But um, the effect is nice. And uh, I guess I still subscribe to Western Beauty Standards because I haven't really figured out how to maintain my curls. And it's expensive to go and try. And I've bought stuff. And my hair is just not reciprocating the care that I want to give it to it and so I'm just gonna go back to basics and just straighten it out no big deal no big deal don't come for me if you come for me it's okay too it's fine if you come for me give me actual tips girl or man boy give me tips I've got my coffee here Ooh, it's, it's just black coffee Somehow I've I've gotten to the routine of just drinking black coffee. This is cheap. 
And, um, so that's what I've been doing lately. And I've gotten accustomed to the flavor. Anyway, um, so Ethan's not here. I'm doing this as a solo episode, so if you're here for Ethan, the Blurbs podcast will be back next weekend. Um, he's got some bonus episodes. Listen to those. You'll be all right. Um, if you're here for me, well, buckle up. This is going to be an interesting ride. Um, so, I turned 31 today, which is great, fantastic. Um, Ethan got me a weighted blanket for my birthday, gave it to me yesterday, because I spent the night yesterday. Um, and it was one of the best presents that I've ever received because I have always wanted one, like for, for years. Um, this is gonna get messy here because I'm trying to do my hair and I need gloves and I wanna touch all the things. Um, so I am not one of those people who are like, oh my God, I'm getting older, uh, gross. Instead, I'm one of those people who are like, mm, I age like a fine wine. Please, I love being older. Laughs and elderly. <laughs> um, but uh, I am surprised that I've lived this long. Kind of. Um, you see. Oh, this is going to get gross and messy and like emotional and if you don't want to feel your emotions and like keep scrolling don't listen to this um but if you are like me and you're like you know what i like people and i like to get to know them and you know i like when people are able to be open and vulnerable and that's like a lot that's a lot of trust that you're giving to me um because i did survive my teen years in the library so I've always aspired to have or be a person whose story could help someone else. So that's why, it's like I'm, sorry one second, for those of you who are listening, I'm looking at my camera and because of the way that the lens is, I look like I'm going like sideways cross-eyed, so I need to just not do that. That's camera probably 101. But anyway, I grew up in the, or I, survived my teen years in the library, as many of us do, and I have learned a lot from reading books and watching cartoons, and I think that's important that people are allowed to be people and allow themselves to be people, um, so that they may be able to encourage other people to just be themselves, because we're all struggling, we're all going through something like Capitalism affects everyone. It's fucking awful. I've got some pigmentation that I don't remember having around my eyeballs, and I don't know what to do with that, but like some people are just born with pigmentation around their eyeballs, and I, so I'm just looking out here, and I've, I don't know, that's a side thing. I've been feeling really ugly lately, which is another reason why I'm doing my hair. Um, but. I feel like it's always going to be appropriate for people to 
be themselves and it's important for people to be authentically themselves. And so, sips coffee. It's time for me to share how, how it's been living my 20s, being 30, my, my 30th year has been, was, and what my hopes and dreams are for the next year. Um, I wrote some things down. Some other things I was hoping would just kind of come to mind, and it has, so I've got content for myself. Um, it kind of feels like a mess, but life's a mess. Um, and it takes a lot of me pumping myself up to even, like, do this, but, like, this next year, I am hoping to just embrace my creativity, because if you don't know, um, Jupiter has moved out of Pisces and is back in Aries and um, I guess moved forward to Aries and so Jupiter is the planet of expansion Aries is the planet or the sign of like I am I have I am like I am doing it <laughs> so I'm using a lot of I statements going forward um, just kind of like manifesting that within myself um, Pisces is kind of it's my intercepted sign, so Jupiter being like the expanding thing. Um, I don't know where I was going with this, but I'm gonna just keep going. Um, for this next year, I want to encourage myself to just be creative, like I want to be creative. And if I keep using things like I am with the whole like cosmic alignment, I feel like it'll just really line up for me. Also, my nails were done by my friend Morelia. She's being amazing. She's so good at nails. She's gonna be a nail tech and you guys should all go visit her. Just so you know. Um, shout out. <laughs> um but getting back on it. So So yeah, it's my birthday. I've spent the day kind of being emotional and sleeping. Um, I don't particularly enjoy my birthday because it's kind of a lonely one. Um, you just kind of get to spend the day with yourself. And one second. And you know, a lot of it's my fault. Um, I don't have a lot of friends or I have a lot of people that I call friends, but I don't really have a lot of friends that will actually, I can call at any time of night. Like, I don't have me as a friend, you know what I mean? Because I know that I show up for people when I, when I really care. I don't show up for you if I think that you are disrespecting my boundaries, and I don't show up for you if I think that you are getting yourself into way too much trouble too mu too often and um, you because you're in trouble you're not respecting other people's boundaries and you're just kind of just fucking around like for example if you call me out of the blue at no actually I will show up if you call me out of the blue at 3 a.m. and you're like I'm in trouble um, I'm gonna show up but if you 
take yourself somewhere with me like as your backup plan even though like you don't invite me out to have any fun or anything like I'm not trying to be a shitty friend but there are certain things that people do that make you a shitty friend you know you know what I mean um but I just internally I um have a hard time making friends because I know that down the line I my feelings are going to be hurt because I'm going to show up for them and do all these cool things, celebrate their birthday, celebrate like themselves, like encourage them to just be their best self. And I know that I'm not going to get that back. Um, I'm going to want to do things and invite them out. And I know that they won't do that for me. I had a friend a couple years ago that we would only ever talk when either one of us was like kind of going through a thing and um one day like I was feeling like in a stretch of time I was feeling particularly lonely and I mentioned that to her and we haven't hung out since um tends to happen but uh I don't know I guess I'm not trying to like be like this person, this person, but it's just, that's who I am as a person. So like, I'm, I, uh, let me think. I wrote it down. It's a little bit easier than what I'm saying when I'm just ad-libbing. Um, so what I'm trying to say is that friends are hard for me to make because I believe somewhere down the line, my feelings are going to get hurt. And I don't enjoy having my feelings hurt, nor do I enjoy hurting other people. And so I tend to keep people at arm's length away so that they feel like they're close to me, but they're not actually close to me. Because if I have to like feel like they, if I ever get the chance to feel like they're close to me, then that also gives them the opportunity to hurt me and I'd rather not be hurt. And before people say, oh my God, who hurt you? I'm like, duh, everyone. <laughs> um, so I tend to be pretty emotional, um, even though I'm a Capricorn. And uh, it's my Cancer moon. And I'm really good at detaching because I'm Aquarius. But that just means that I'm just triply emotional and that's fine that's fine um i tend to take my time opening up to people so it does take like six months to a year before i consider a lot of people friends and that's just like constant contact so if i see you like constantly like there's this guy at work and um his joke is basically like oh we're friends now and I'm like, well, it's been like six months. It's like, oh, I lasted. <laughs> um, but he's also funny, and I like funny. Um, one second, I've got to find something to open this with. I should have brought my pen. Um, okay, I'm just going to bust it up with my nail, which is probably not a good idea. Um, anyway. So here I am, because like I like to say, 
or I don't, because I'm, I, it's, it's easy to be the victim, and I'm not trying to be the victim. So I'm taking ownership over my lack of friends in my life because it's ultimately my fault. Because I can be fake and just be like, well, I like them, even though like when I leave the room they talk shit about me. But it's fine, because if I don't hang out with them, then I don't have anyone. But I've been in those situations, and that's literally like how a lot of people end up committing suicide because they're with people who make them feel like they're alone. And I refuse. I refuse to do that to myself because I have. And there's nothing shittier than arriving at your quote unquote friend's house and them having all the lights out and you're like, oh, they're just not home. But then like you turn around to like leave and then um, you turn back and they're peeking at the door, like out the window. And then your other friend, your mutual, tells you that they literally are having a house party right now when you had invited them to your birthday party. So I'd rather not be in spaces that are not meant for me. And that's simple, that's that on that. Because um, no response is a response and Sometimes you need to listen. Um, anyway, I'm gonna mix this stuff. So for those watching on YouTube, I don't know who's gonna fucking use this as a tutorial, but um, I am relaxing my hair. I'm using the olive oil, which magic it regular, even though I feel like I might need a super, but I don't feel like I need a super. Um, anyway, but so you get this little base here and then you add in this little activator B then you gotta stir it up. So just all of it. Just in there. Throw this bitch away. Get your little stirring spoon. It will not explode. Even though it's a chemical. Oh shit. One second. Alright. I should probably be using gloves for this part, but considering that I'm not really doing too much, it's probably fine. Um shit. Mm -hmm. I say it and then it splashes on my fingers. And now I'm wiping it down because I'm like, fuck. Um, anyway, but yeah, so the 20s are raw. Um, I definitely came into them a little baby face because, you know, I learned a lot of things from books. I was so happy back then. Just a little muffin of excitement and just easy to please. Not easy to, yeah, I was easy to entertain. Um, but those are your 20s and you should be. Like I learned most of my, I was just happy to be like, you know, like 20. <laughs> um, <laughs> I worked at a Quiznos. My coworkers are fucking awesome. They're all there like their late 20s at the time. And I was just like this little baby. Just like smiling like, everything's great, right? Everything's cool. You want me to work? Awesome. Money. Um, and I spent the summer in Utah with my at the time boyfriend and that was pretty lit. Fucking I love the heat. And Utah's pretty hot. Um, so, and, but I don't know. I am, um, one second. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm doing pretty well. 
but yeah, so um, when I was 22, I ended up breaking up with my first boyfriend because he would go back and forth to Utah and um, everything. And every time like he would leave, we'd break up, but then we'd get back together because we're talking every day. So, um, but then there's this one last time that we broke up. He'd been here for like a year because uh, he was just kind of just, just do, go doing his own thing, you know, kind of sort of. So he'd been in our town for like a year. And um, he went back to Utah and we broke up. Um, where was that? No, yeah, I'm right. Um, sorry, I get my timeline correct. And so we broke up and I was like, you know what, we can't just be doing this. So I, I finally broke up with him. And it was one of the hardest things ever because we'd been together for like six years from my high school sweetheart. Um, all right, for those of you, I'm just about to put some glob of this, glob of this on my head. Um, so we, and then at the time I was working with this other cat, not an actual cat, this other guy. Um, and, um, we would laugh a lot because I enjoy laughing, and so, and uh, he also needed a laugh. He was 10 years older than me, and, um, married, um, which is dumb of me, but I really didn't know about it because they were separated, and sh his wife was literally in, uh, what's it? Illinois and she I guess would like text him and tell him and call him and tell him all about the guys that she's hooking up with and um, So I was like at the time I was like, oh, that's heavy and so so you're getting divorced and He's like, yeah, and so I was like, all right green light, I guess <laughs> red flag <laughs> But um, I don't know it's one of those things you kind of don't learn unless like you're uh, in this situation if you're like in a if you're like just learning from books I guess things just kind of like because they everything works out in books but if you and like that doesn't happen in cartoons so <laughs> I was dumb and naive as we all are at 22 sometimes you're gonna be like a superstar and be in a professional grade person right now but I was not and you know that's that's the shit that happens um when you're young but anyway um so I kind of made this pact with myself because like I was like li also living with like, my best friend at the time and that was not going well and <laughs> so I was just depressed and sad as I get, you know, um, I'm saying like, you know, a lot. So like, I'm trying to relate because I'm like, I'm embarrassed by all this information or all this information. Cause like, I really should have gotten myself into situ oops, situations, but like, you know, as people, we kind of get into ourselves into situations and that's like the whole point of the whole podcast because like life is dumb and exhausting and sometimes you just kind of get, have to get through it.
So you, you can see like the better stuff on the other side. And that's what I did. So when, when I was 22, I promised myself that if things didn't get better by the time I was 30, I would just end it. Cause like it's exhausting and stupid and nothing's making sense. Anyway, I ended up dating that, quote unquote dating, that dude for four years. No, no it wasn't. It was like, it's felt, I felt like four years. <laughs> but it was maybe like a year and a half, almost two years. Um, things go towards being super sketch. Not like him cheating on me sketch, but like just details just not being given. Um, he literally moved to a different city 40 minutes away and didn't, wouldn't tell me his address. So that was fun. Um, and I lied my way to get it because I was bringing housewarming gifts, a plunger, because people forget plungers. They forget. They're just like, oh yeah, that would be useful. So I brought like plungers, trash bags, bathroom bag, you know, just things that people kind of just generally need that people kind of just forget that they need. Um, cause like I'm an amazing partner and girlfriend and all that good stuff. And I think of the small things, but yeah. So he had moved with his friend who couldn't get an apartment by himself even though he worked in a really high paying job, but he had a drug addiction. And um, the boy that I was dating may or may not have been doing the drugs with him, probably. Um, but little naive me. That was before I knew about drugs. Like the hardest thing I knew about was like marijuana and I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't, I didn't even start drinking until like halfway through my 21st year of living. So that's me. Um, so if you're telling me that you're doing nothing and I had no reason to not believe him, you know what I mean? No reason to not believe you. And then I and I enjoyed that part of my life where I had just like no reason to not believe people when they would tell me things. Hopefully this turns out well. Um, like my hair in the in the episode because like I feel like I'm just missing spots. I need to go through it. One second, I'm just trying to use my camera to see the spot that I might be missing. Mm, looks good. Looks well moisturized. Not moisturized, but looks well applied. My application looks sound. Just do a little knot. Alright. Um, anyway, so where was I? Um so yeah, I lied to get to like find his apartment and then like um his friend was like they, he like tried to mention that he had like a pretty late party. Um, quote unquote. And I was like, oh, party? And he then he tried to be like, don't start. And I'm like Bitch, I'm not, I'm not trying to start shit, but like, what, what's the whole deal? And, you know, I, I'm not a person who 
can be yelled at because like if you yell at me I'm gonna cry and if I start crying it only happens once before I turn it off and then it's just full-on like detached um so he like so then I like I pressed and then he like balled up his fist on his side like he's angry that I'm asking him questions but like literally my guy who the fuck like moves out of town doesn't tell like their girlfriend like you're already being sketchy sketch over here and like you know what my fault for like dating a man who's like fucking married and told me I've separated all that bullshit when I offered to like pay for his divorce multiple times and then he like finally snaps and like tells me that like he gets paid more because he's military and I'm like oh fuck well awesome this this is amazing for me and I didn't know at the time like I didn't really like I didn't I didn't know at the time um that I hey Xanders had options and that I was smart and a beautiful young lady and like the world was like opening up to me because like in my head you know I'm still fantastic or my fantasy book reading self don't you dare Xanders this is not good for you um and I don't really understand I suppose that I don't know just relationships weren't something that was paraded around my house growing up so I didn't so I learned the dynamics of being an adult quickly um I guess not quick enough but a girl had to learn and so we ended up breaking up obviously um which I'm happy for because I also turned to like the nastiest person I've ever been. And that was like back in 2017. So I was like 20, I don't know, how old was I? 25, 26, right at the start of my Saturn return. Um, and so that was great. And I love that for me because I learned what not to, to do but because of that relationship I had to regain all sense of who I wanted to be and who I thought I was and I didn't think I was beautiful in any retrospect or any respect any aspect um, so I purposefully made myself take myself on dates um, be out on my own I started practicing with the makeup a little bit more because like I didn't think that I was beautiful um but I didn't want makeup to like be like the thing I did I didn't want to have to like, wear it like war paint um when I was going out the house I didn't want to like rely on it because I didn't want to be one of those people who kind of just relied on makeup to like look good you know um it's not a little too long but I, so yeah, I remade myself as a person, I gained my confidence back. I went out and about by myself. Um, and then in my 27th, 28th year, I got my good job, went to school, um, kind of get, came a little techie, not techie techie, but like, um, it's like a technical school basically. Like you, I'm in a trade, I'm a dental assistant. And trades will also always, always, always be in demand. So I highly recommend it for everyone. Like you don't always have to be outside. 
you don't always have to like be anywhere like you lose your job go find a fucking new one we're in demand no big deal you go find a new job that same day sometimes within the hour just depends on what you're willing to do meaning like where you're willing to go all right Nice. That didn't take as long as I thought it was going to take. Um, but I'm going to give us a couple minutes and I'm going to wash it out. about into the world I realized that I was attractive quite not so quickly um I think it was like after the second no actually no I didn't really think of myself as attractive until 2019 I'm a late bloomer <laughs> um when I got that whole year was just shit though. Um, but I was kind of depressed and, and then I went to Boston with my first boyfriend. It was so fun. Um, and then I got back and I was really kind of just like wanting because I hadn't been in a relationship really for a couple years because um, like the whole thing with the first guy and then like I was just like kind of try to rebuild myself and then I had like a thing that wasn't great because that just ruined the relationship that I have with my little sister and that's a different story um because that's rude um but I was a weak bitch so no shade um kind of shade but no shade um but I uh tried to get in a relationship and I found this 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 boy and um he told, this is the first time I've ever been cheated on, <laughs> but he was creative. And um, so he told, because he had roommates, and he told the house that um, I wanted an open relationship. So then he could bring girls over there and like they would be like, oh wow, Rachel's so cool. Like, wow. And I was, but I found out, I, I punched him in the face. Um, it was kind of like a kind of a move like hold on <laughs> one second this is for the people who are watching I was like a kind of a thing with like a whole leg action but um <laughs> fucking I had like Beyonce Cardi my mom in my head and I was like don't have people out here making you look stupid so never again and then um so like that's my whole like thing like I, I hate it Alright, I want to pause this because I need to go take a shower and wash this out. Alright, bye guys. See you later. Fuck. Alright, I'm back. Um, I just washed all that stuff out of my hair. For those watching on YouTube, you can see my hair is um, straight. But then also there's the ceiling. Hold on, I can get this angle correct. 
Maybe I need my coffee cup. I don't want to use that. Oh wait, here we go. Got a little thing. Got a little thing. Thing a thing thing. Sweet deal. All right, you're good. Um, so yeah, I uh, punch him in the face, and then he, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was so dramatic back then. I don't know. Um, no, I don't. I don't see. Maybe I strip dramatics. But, I don't know, it was my first time being cheated on and I was like, wow, people are just shitty. Because like, there's this guy I was talking to before that, and I wasn't going for it because like, I thought that he may be a little racist. Um, I was like, mm, can't be doing that. But, I see it now as I've grown, he was just ignorant, which is fine. Um, but, I, uh... I, I didn't think that it was necessarily my place in 2019 to educate grown people on racial sensitivity and at least get to know me first before just kind of throwing something like that out. Um, but then I proceeded to like just date a racist dude and I was like, wow, Rachel, this has really come full circle for you. Um, but, yeah. So, my late 20s was just like, um, basically, um, I learned that life is worth living and that sometimes I just wasn't in the necessarily the right place for some things and that's why some things were shitty and that's why I say don't say places that you don't feel celebrated that like when you come over everyone's like not like oh my god Rachel in the house don't hang out in those places don't hang out in places where the degrees in the room literally shift when you come in the door don't hang out in places where people are avoiding you actively um don't hang out in places where your stomach starts to hurt or you get a headache in um both that, that that's your those are your vibes your guardian angels your intuition telling you that you need to get the fuck out of there and go get some dinnies go eat some pancakes go have a good time on your own because you're a good time these people aren't Basically, um, so yeah, and then 2019 was also a hard year because I decided that I wanted to like have friends, but I couldn't necessarily make friends, so I'd end up making friends at work, and so I put more energy into fostering those relationships, and that worked out for a while, but then I invited everyone to like a Christmas, not a Christmas party, but a birthday party that I was um, having at a place and um, again not very many people showed up and people were canceling like the day of, minutes after the party started, um, hours after, sometimes the day after for some people and it was just like not doing this again. Um, last time I do that, not really the last time, but like that's what I said in my head. 
because 2020 I think came around and I went to the bar and I got birthday shots from like the security guard guy from like the bar because I knew the bartenders and then I was so drunk that when I went home and fell asleep the next day I was still drunk and went to the mall and bought Christmas presents for everyone and I ended up buying these dudes at 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 the AT&T that worked there Christmas presents as well because I was super excited I didn't have anyone to like share my presents with and there was like a group of people and I was just like you know what I'm, I'm so sorry for this but like, I'm just super excited and um I just can I just show you guys like what I what I'm getting everyone for Christmas and they're like sure we're dead no one's in here sure why not and I did and they loved it and so I was like thanks guys and so I went to Panera and I bought them gift cards because food is important and um <laughs> I came back to the AT&T and gave them the gift cards and I was like thank you for listening to my story guys and um they offered me a job <laughs> but I didn't take it because I was already kind of like just finished working two jobs and oh my storylines messed up um this is actually in 2019 wasn't it because I was working at yeah okay yeah no Oh, that, that, that was 2018. Okay. Okay. So th this happened in 2018, 2019, the boy cheated on me. 2018, I tried to make friends. Uh, 2019, I kind of recommitted to making friends. Um, because I, uh, no, 2018, I was solo when I went to the bar, got birthday shots bought presents for the guys at AT&T. 2019 was cheated on and tried to make friends. Yeah, because I had the shittiest year up until now. Um, just emotionally, just people were just shitty. And um, yeah. And then I, 2020 was when I dated the racist guy who like after George Floyd, he was just like, maybe he shouldn't have had fentanyl in his system. And I'm just like, bro and then he proceeded to tell me something else like happened like some other guy got shot in the back because he was walking away from the cops and the cops were telling him to like stay still or whatever or you were being arrested and the guy the guy that I was dating at the time was like maybe you shouldn't walk away from the cops little did I know that like he was like literally like a drug addict and then he couldn't drink and so he was just fucking angry and like I feel like that was just like a lot for him and then so like I I took an edible because I was like I don't know how to deal with this and um so hi Rachel is very cool I enjoy her when I'm able to just be myself you know like I don't enjoy getting like smoking weed but edibles they're a different breed. Um, so I took an edible before I got there and he starts going off about how the world sucks and he's not allowed to have an opinion as a white guy because everything's happening and he doesn't feel like he's going to be heard 
without being like seen as like some asshole person and then his opinion is that um okay um so i uh took an edible and then i was like Whew, i had to get out of this situation so like i coerced him into like taking a shower because he has like one of those hard-working jobs where it's like construction so he gets generally dirty and um then I was like, yeah, yeah, go take a shower so then we can, like, do it. And then he went and was like, you want to have sex with me? And I was like, yeah, of course. And he went in the shower and I left. Because <laughs> I was like, goodness. Um, and, yeah. So that relationship didn't work out. He ended up breaking up with me which was a gift because i was like we can work it out you're racist but it's fine because that's i i don't know my self-worth i'm learning my self-worth this year this year has been great because my boyfriend is amazing and he's great and i don't have to worry about him in regards to anything so i've had time to work on myself and it's been fucking phenomenal. I feel so much better. Um, whew, such a difference. Um, so, so yeah, so then 21 happens and I start dating this other boy and this is my year. Yeah, and then that's, that will help me kind of like segue into my year of being 30. Cause 21, I was still 29 or I had just turned 29. Um, so the pandemic's kind of dying down, you know, we are kind of outside-ish and, um, and so I go on Tinder, meet this boy and he's great. Like, um, our first date is an archery date cause the guy likes to shoot arrows. He's got, he had, he had at the time a, um, one of those bows, those, uh, compact bows. The, the the fast ones <laughs> the ones they can go hunting with I can't remember what they're called right now um it'll come back to me don't worry um but he had one of those oh no I found it all right so for the girlies and minis minis who are watching online I'm using this to like get my uh re um moisturize my uh, scalp um Anyway, so he had a compact bow and compound bow, sorry. And uh, we first date was like bow, like just on an archery range. And that was like one of my dreams because like I wanted to be Katniss Everdeen. Fuck you guys. Um, I wanted to just be out there with my bow and arrow, just fucking shooting shit. And so it was amazing. And then we walked. I got a slice of pizza. Everyone's calling him like Robin Hood because he's like walking around this like archery set, bow and arrow, and the compound bow. And um, then we got a cider. We started talking, and it was just like general, like straight to the point, first date kind of things. And um, it was cool up until like when he, when I was like, 
asked I asked him about kids because like I'm not having children I have my tubes literally extracted and I'm not having children um because I like naps and I like sleeping and eating and using the bathroom on my own without people waiting for me on the other side um and not waking up early like sleeping in I like sleeping if you haven't noticed already I mentioned it three times um so I'm not having children and his response to that was well we can do in vitro and I'm like interesting I, I, I just said that I, I got my tubes extracted and in my head I'm like okay you know what uh, we're going to discuss it later you know this might not even be a thing so who knows you know and um oh well whoops it's fine mm -hmm. and um so anyway we end up dating Sorry, I thought I heard my cat. I did not hear my cat. Um, we ended up dating and it was all right. I cried, of course, um, not because like of the, the thing, but because that was like the first time where like a guy I felt like was like genuinely interested in me just because I was myself. And um, this was like after my whole depressive episode where I had to learn really quickly that I was attractive. And um, if you don't know that you're attractive as like a woman, they'll teach you. <laughs> and it's not fun. And um, so, which is funny because I started this off with I felt ugly, but now I'm feeling a little better. Well, I'm feeling a lot better when I um, end up putting action behind my insecurities. It always turns out better, you know. I'm not one of those people who just kind of sit and wallow. I'd rather do something about it. Anyway, um, and it was great, but you know, like when you you just kind of like always kind of get the feeling that people are like lying to you about something. And then like out coming off of the hills of like the last couple years, just being absolute shit relationship wise. And um, so you're coming into this relationship like trying to be open, but you're actually like really jaded because men are trash. And um, you uh, don't know what you're doing wrong to like attract these trashy dudes. That was probably like just the swearing off of the nice guys because like you I thought for that I was too nice or too mean for them and so when you think you're too mean you kind of just go towards men that you think can handle your attitude even though you don't fucking have one but that, that was me during that time frame so if I hurt you and you're watching this and you're listening to this and if I hurt you during that time frame of my life I'm very sorry I was toxic I'm still unlearning my toxic behaviors um but I was absolutely going through a thing and I've apologized to some people um that deserved it um 
I should apologize to one more person, I think. Um, but that's what you do when you are hurting, you hurt other people. And so I wasn't trying to do that, so I apologize. Um, anyway. So, yeah, so I always got the feeling that, like, he was, like, hiding things. And, um, I don't know where it came from, but just kind of, like, always got that feeling. And, uh, it always kind of felt that... Yeah, that he was generally just hiding something, and that um, when you talk to him, it was like talking to like a wall, like emotions turned off, like not engaging, and it was like if he doesn't engage, he doesn't have to like own up to anything. I don't know. I'm not trying to villainize the guy because like I had my own stuff going on, and I got super like uh, paranoid and excuse me, sorry, and I got really anxious. Like, this relationship was just not, dang it, great eh, towards the end. Um, like, at all, in any retrospect. But, you know, it's a, it was a learning situation. You live and you learn. Um, but, what happened? Oh, yeah, so, but it also, like, kind of felt like he would kind of just, like, lose interest, you know? Unless... I was doing something for him, and so it was, it was it was different, and I don't know if like it's it's hard to explain because I'm not trying to like rehash things. I don't want him to come after me, and just be like, "How dare you talk about me?" Blah blah blah. Because I'm like I'm not trying to talk about you. I'm just trying to like explain the situation in a way that like is understandable. And I have to say that like I was not the best. Um, I didn't stand up for my, well I tried to stand up for myself, but there was really no standing up for myself. It was just kind of like, because he treated me like, as if I was a child. Like, um, like I need to be like, placated, you know, like nothing like, I would be like, okay, I feel this way because A, B, C, and D. And he would not take ownership of a, B, C, or D, and not necessarily push it back into my court, but ignore the issues altogether in a way, and would just kind of subvert them, and I wouldn't feel like I need to apologize for it, but he would just kind of like, um, encourage me to do other things. For example, um, I would say, hey, I don't think that you're cheating on me, but because of these small socks I found, and then you're hiding your phone, and then that time when we went to Olive Garden, and you brought your phone charger, and then instead of like charging the phone like on the table, like would make sense with the way that you're positioned, you put it on the table chair next to you and I thought that was odd and then um the way that you don't answer questions 
like is something going on like are you hiding something and he would just be like I think that you should go make more friends and it's like you're not wrong definitely you're not wrong but it was like but that's not the issue I'm having I was working two jobs and so I was very tired <laughs> anyway and that's not the issue I'm having. I don't have even time to make friends at that point in my life. Um, but anyway, but yeah, that's the kind of the feeling I got. And I didn't really understand it at the time because he was like a, one of those people who were like, oh, social media sucks and I hate being on it. And then I literally found, um, and I didn't realize it at the time, but it was like Thanksgiving last year I walked in on him because he was just drinking beer and smoking weed and um, he was talking to someone on Instagram and he's like I don't even have an Instagram and the Instagram that I do have I don't even use it's, I started it back in 2013 2015 and so I was like okay yeah so like when I came into the room and the door was closed and I saw like the his phone for the first time and um I uh looked down at it and I saw like you know like the fade the um the text screen where it fades from purple to like blue and all those cool colors yeah one of those um and I, I, I my head I was like huh but I dismissed it because I was like but he doesn't have Instagram or in Facebook Messenger. I must have saw it wrong. And then I was asking him questions about like the turkey. Um, because he was in charge of the turkey. And then I, I left and so I had to bring that up to him and he lied. Because <laughs> I brought it up later and of course he lied, but he lied because I didn't call him out on it because I didn't realize what I was seeing. And so when I brought it up to him, I was like, I didn't realize I was seeing this when I was seeing it, but were you on Instagram? And he's like, no. I was like, Facebook Messenger? No. So I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. He wasn't cheating on me. He was just made, made me feel like he was. It made me feel like he had like options and like I was really insecure. It was just something that he like played on and he uh, blamed me for everything which is fine um but I am saying this to set up for my 30s bear with me um which is going to probably be in a whole different thing because now I'm ready to blow dry my hair out so I'll see you guys later all right so Change of location. Um, change of location. I have to remember to enunciate. Um, this is Tedward. For those of you listening, I moved on to my bed. Tedward, my gigantic teddy bear, is with me. Um, so is Xander's, but he is on the corner, and he is just um, observing. Um, anyway, so where was I? Yeah, so anyway, so coming into that, like, 30th birthday kind of stretch was very stressful um I 
had, I wasn't in the position, well, I wasn't in the position, obviously, but I wasn't necessarily taking care of myself in a way, like, I wasn't, um, standing up for myself, I wasn't, uh, I didn't have confidence in myself to stand up and kind of go for me, if you know what I mean. Um, like, what's it called? Um, just stand up for myself. So I didn't really, like, have a voice, which is funny. Um, because they, they say that in beginning of relationships and things, when you need to pay attention to, like, how you feel and what your body responds to. And it's funny because, like, as the first, when we first started talking, this, this boy and I, my, end up with strep throat. And he uh, had allergies because we met in the spring, like April, and he had allergies. And so um, he was like coughing and sneezing, all that stuff. And then I ended up with strep throat. And um, I was out of work for like two weeks and um, I was never, or hadn't been the same in a while. It looks like I cut my hair, but I didn't. It's my little baby hairs. Um, which means that I had a lot of breakage that I didn't know that I was had. Because that's, that's breakage. Yikes. Um, sorry guys. Um, so it's funny that I kind of lost my voice to, in, in that relationship then. Um, now that is interesting. Um, but... Yeah, so then it was. It came up to my birthday, and I was super excited. I was gonna be thirty. I did a whole like spirit week thing. Like I just dressed my cutest outfits every day of the week. I can, um, you can just like stalk me if you want. Don't don't stalk me, stalk me, but <laughs> you can go on my Instagram and um, see my my birthday shenanigans for my thirtieth birthday. Because um, I took a pictures every every day because it was super cute. That's a lot of breakage. I'm sorry. I'm just really concerned with my breakage. Um, there in the front, but it was really nappy. Right there, so it makes sense. I knew I was doing some damage, so it is what it is. Um, but you can't. It's kind of cute, a little baby bang, a little baby, and it's like information. So it's not necessarily like awful. Maybe it's maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just baby hairs, just being like uniform. But I think I think it's actual breakage. Yeah, it looks like breakage. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's all uneven and jagged. <laughs> Goodness, stop it. I'm trying not to look at it, but I'm like ah. <laughs> um. Um. So yeah, that's kind of interesting. And so like my actual birthday, I um. Wore this really lovely. Um, uh, fucking pale blue dress. It had like a lot of tulle towards like the end, so it's like a hell of a bit of a trim, very prom dressy, if you will. Um, and it wore because it was it was my birthday. Fucking cares. Um, and that was interesting day, but like my birthdays are always kind of like hit or miss because like it's December 22nd like what what are you gonna do like what are you gonna fucking do um most people don't even show up so like I was happy to just be with someone um 
but so yeah and then I ended up having I ended up staying at the boyfriend's house at that time for like two weeks because his roommate uh had to go fly back home because someone passed away and um that I should not have done that because I needed like I'm a, a person that needs their space and I was working two jobs, I was tired, and um, this situation that I was in wasn't great. Um, and it was only damaging because like, I, when I'm frustrated, and I'm in a situation that I have to, I feel like I have to be in because I wanna make other people happy. Oh my nose. Um, it's not a good situation. I know a lot of people kind of probably relate to that. Um, Cause I just get mean. And so I was mean, I was a bitch. I, I can be a bitch. Um, all of my siblings have told me that I'm a bitch. So I know that I'm a bitch. Um, <laughs> um, but I, uh, I wasn't the nicest person. And then with all like my quote unquote insecurities and everything, I have uh, ruined the relationship, quote unquote. Um, but so then like, it's now January, and I'm 30 years old. This is the start of my 30th year. Um, finally, after, like, fucking 65 minutes into it, finally getting to, like, the actual meat of it. Um, that's my podcast, apparently. Um, but, a uh, so, yeah, I start my 30th year. Um, the boy I'm with is done. You can, he's done. Um, but he refuses to break up because he's like, we can work past this. And I'm like, you literally called me stupid and you think that you treat me like I'm a child and you're calling me all these other names. And, uh, that's not what you do to someone that you respect. And you know, I should have just broken up with him at that point. But like, I'm, I'm same vein. I'm like, we can figure we could figure this out. We can fix it. Um, but like, um, and then anyway, it's snowing like it is now, but like it's snowing, snowing. And he's been driving me to work because he's, he's very nice. Um, cause he has a truck and I have a, had a sedan at that time. So it was like a smaller vehicle and it could have probably made it in the snow, but it probably couldn't have made it in the snow at the same time. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, he was nice enough to drive me to work, and that was super nice of him. He was very nice, and I do owe him an apology in some regards. And others, I'm just like, that could have been better. That could have been better. That could have been better. I'll say that. I'm not trying to slander his name, therefore he doesn't have one. Um, but yeah. And anyway, so we step out this last day, and the conditions are better, and so I'm able to actually drive myself to work. And so he steps out, and he just is like, I'm not doing this. And he just, like, calls into work. And the night prior, I, I had thought that, like, he maybe, like, had a uh, a cough or something. Um, because he came in, and, like, he didn't sound the same. Um, he could have just been crying, and I didn't know. Because he sounded like that kind of, like, grogginess of your voice, you know? Um... Anyway, I pointed out because like I was like, oh, you're, you're you you don't sound like you're doing okay, and um, 
so he calls into work and I go to work and then he um I was like okay well you need to get a COVID test because the policy was like get a COVID test so we can go back to work and everything and then he um said that he's like okay yeah so he, he got one scheduled he said and then he also went to like other places to try to get COVID tested faster and then he even asked like our HR manager for like a COVID like where he could go get to get COVID tested faster and um then he didn't but he told me that he did and that he was waiting for the results and then it was like two weeks had gone by I was at his house and he was like, yeah, I never got tested. And, like, we worked at the same place, so, like, I was, like, lying to these people. And I was like, yeah, he just hasn't, hasn't got his results yet or anything like that. And so he, just, he doesn't know. He just doesn't know. And they're like, well, it's been a little bit. So, like, if he's, like, quarantining and you're fine, you're his girlfriend, um, he should be fine. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, I don't know. He's just waiting for his test. So, um, yeah, I'll just, yeah, he's just waiting for his test. Just, you know, just trying to, like, make sure he's fine at work. Um, and and then he uh, told me that he never really got tested. And I sat on it for, for, for a day, a weekend, I think. And I was absolutely pissed because I was, I'm, like, literally lying to these people then because, like, I thought that you had been tested, okay? Um, and then his boss comes and he's like, so is he going to return to work? And I'm like, he never got tested. I don't know. You call him. And was that any of my business? Absolutely fucking not. But um, had I been lying to you guys for, like, two, almost three weeks now, and I was super embarrassed because, like, they, I built up a reputation of being trustworthy? Fucking yep. Um, so I told them straight out. I was like, you need to go talk, call, contact him, talk to him. And so at that point, because, like, I knew he was, like, looking for other jobs, but, like, who isn't, especially if you're at home sick, you know? Who isn't? And so, um, my goodness, my hair. Um, so, yeah, um, he ended up quitting. He got another job and then he quit the one that we were working at because, like, I, I, I was like, well, you need, to, you need to either, like, quit or, like, go back to work. And he's like, well, I'm not done yet. And I'm like, what are you even doing? And he just, like, never gave me a clear answer. He just was like, laundry. And then I go over there. His laundry's not done. And then he's like, I'm mopping the floor. Then I go over there. And he wasn't mopping. Like, his floor was unmopped. And so it's like, what are you fucking doing? Like, what are you doing? And so I just, yeah. Um, I ended up breaking up with him. Um, because I was just like, you know what? I'm done. Like, after this, there's no way I could possibly trust him with anything else. Because, like, he, if he can't. And tell me the truth about getting COVID tested and just string me along for two weeks. What else is, is he hiding? And I just don't want to continue to deal with this. And so I went over and got all my things, broke up with him. And then um, he came over like 30, 40 minutes later after I 
got my stuff and came back home. And um, we, he was just like, are we really going to end it like this? And I was like, I don't fucking care. Like, whatever. Get back together. Whatever. Um, and then he left. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't, I don't fucking care. I don't want to, like, hash it out. I've already made my decision and whatever. Um, not the best idea. And so, like, we got back together. Then we broke up again. And we get back together. And then, like, Valentine's Day happened. And I kind of wanted to, like, stay kind of together at least so that... Because I bought him tickets to his concert. And um, I wanted him to go to his favorite concert. I knew that if I was in the picture, he wouldn't go. So I would have wasted all my money. And I hate wasting my money on people. I hate it. Um, So I was like, fine. And so we got together. And then Valentine's Day happened. It was the shittiest Valentine's Day I've ever had. And so after that day, I um, went to work and I downloaded Tinder and I just swiped. And then I had a date that Friday and that date was my new boyfriend. And he's my current boyfriend because he made me laugh. And at that point, I hadn't laughed in months. And I don't know about you guys, but laughter is powerful and I love laughing. So my favorite things to do. Um, so yeah, that was February, but I friend-zoned Ethan a few times because I thought that I was too mean for him, and he's a very nice, gentle man, um, and I didn't want to hurt him, I didn't want to, like, waste his time or hurt him, and at that time I was just so done with just fucking relationships because I hate them, (laughs) And I um, just was over it. And um, he's very nice. And I had really wanted to do a podcast. And I had, like, mentioned that to him. And he was like, yeah, I would love to do a podcast. And I was like, well. And then we, like, ended up talking about him being my co-host and everything. And so, like, then that happened. And I was like, well, I don't want it to be weird. And, like, we're already doing girlfriend-boyfriend stuff. Um... And I really enjoy his presence. And so, yes, I, we became a couple. And um, it's been good. It's been great. Um, and then, but however, however, in between that time, between the podcast starting and um, the us meeting, March, I went to my hometown and I shouldn't have, because, like, all the signs were there of, like, do not do anything. Just go home, hang out with your cat. Just have a good night. You're fine. Um, that day, so, like, this was, like, after, like, the actual, actual breakup. Because, like, so, like, we broke up, and then we went to the concert and whatever. And, but then, like, he was crying a lot, and I felt really bad. And then, um, so, like, it was affecting me, just very, like, my I don't know I wasn't trying to like hurt his feelings and I was like getting mine hurt but like whatever and then like one night I just finally just let him have like just explain myself completely and um he was like wow now I finally feel like we really made some progress and I'm like this is what I've been telling you the entirety of the time that we've been like going through these issues and you just kind of blame me for everything so like okay whatever but like during that week 
I hadn't really been eating. And so Friday comes along. I No, Saturday. Was it Friday or Saturday? I think it was Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday. Um, comes along, and I hadn't eaten in like a day and a half. And I worked a full shift at my other job. And I was supposed to go down to my hometown because there's a shindig that my friends I used to work out with invited me to. And then, and so, like, I had a headache, and I tried to eat. And then, like, um, I went home, took a nap, and I texted them originally. And I was like, yeah, I'm not coming. I don't feel good. My head hurts. And it's, like, one of the worst headaches I've had in a very long time. And um, I, but then I sent it and then I uh, decided to unsend it because I was like, you know what, Rachel, stop being a little bitch. Fucking go down there and have some fun. So I was like, all right, cool beans. Um, And then, so I got up, took a shower, took like five ibuprofens and that put a dent in the headache. And then I left. Um, I got gas. I drove down there. I didn't eat still, um, and then I started drinking Trulies, and I had, like, three or four when I was there, and, like, it ended at 10, so it started, like, 7, ended at, like, 10, no, it started at 8, and ended at 10, and then by that time, the bars are really popping, and so I kind of just scrolled through my Snapchat to see who was snapping photos at the bar. And so I ended up talking to this one girl who's always at the bar. Um, there's a few of them. They're just always at the bar. And, like, that, she was one of them. Um, and I was like, cool, I'm going to go hang out with her. So I texted her, and I was like, hey, I'm in town. Um, are you hanging out at the – which bar are you at? Because, like, you're at the bar. Um, <laughs> and uh, – she was like, this one. I was like, cool. I'm going to be there in like 10 minutes. So I was didn't come in like 10 minutes because I was still talking. And my, my uh, I had a strong sense that I should just go back home to my cat because it was raining that night. And it was, um, I'm sorry, I keep looking at the my uh, tablet because I'm recording for the podcast which I'm also recording for the podcast on YouTube. But um, this one has a time limit. And I don't want to go over the time. Because um, I'm going to do part two. Um, which is fine. Um, but, so, I, uh, yeah, so I finally went to the bar. And I ordered a vodka press. And then a double tequila. On top of those four trulies that I had. And then I, um... And danced around for a bit. Um, my friend was there with her friends. So that just means that, like, you know, what I said before, um, have people around you who are there for you. And, like, it's it was, like, I. she has her own friends. And that's not saying that, like, you can have your own friends and, like, still, like, be friends. But usually what tends to happen is that a friend has friends that she's closer to and you're just kind of like an acquaintance to the friends or her friend or her you're you're an acquaintance at that point and I just kind of end up calling everyone friends so like that's my fault um but 
I make that distinction because I know that if I had better friends, maybe this wouldn't have happened. But I also know that, like, I am my own person and self-control is a thing. And I didn't have any because I was sad and I thought that I was in a safe space because, like, I had, like, lived in that city for forever. And I thought that I had gotten to the habit of thinking that it would be fine. Because at that point, when I was drinking, I wasn't drinking to, like, have a good time or enjoy my time. I was drinking because I didn't enjoy where I was. And um, when you drink, when you don't enjoy where you are, things happen that aren't necessarily the best. You're not really seeing the best version of yourself. Um, so, but then that's how you know that you shouldn't be in situations that you're in. Learned that. Um, so, um, where was I? Yeah, it was, I learned a lot that year, this year. You're being 30, so I'm really excited to be 31 instead. Maybe you might get wiser. Um, but no, so... And I've always kind of struggled with, like, relationships and friendships and stuff. So, like, it's... I'm learning to better define it as, like, just people... Everyone who's nice to you isn't your friend. Everyone who smiles in your face isn't, doesn't have your best at, in, at heart. Uh, I'm not blaming them any, for any reason. I'm just saying, if I would have had a friend like me, this wouldn't have happened. Um, but there's a point where... Um, they take my my keys and my wallet and i am very like if i maybe if i would have left earlier i would have had like more i would have been better about about it um because you know like alcohol takes so long to affect you like truly um and so i like that's my 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 rational thinking was that if I could leave right now, I would be fine. Um, because there's been so many times prior where, like, you know, you're just like, well, like, I live, like, a block and a half away to also, so it wasn't that far for me to go. But I know that, like, if I um, leave when I need to leave, that I'll be okay, generally. Um, but I was delayed 30 minutes or so. And so by that time I'm crying and this, these people have never seen me cry and they're all around the table, like, um, making plans to go to somewhere else. And I'm just like, how am I going to get home? And I'm texting this girl that I know that lives around the block and she's just like, yeah, I'm at home. Um, I'm just in the house, didn't really want to go out anymore, and I'm like, okay, cool, um, I'm not trying to, like, be, like, I'm not trying to, like, raise a little alarm, I'm just kind of trying to fill it out, because, like, I've never been in that situation where I actually need people, you know, um, and then I remember, like, earlier, another friend was like, yeah, if later on, I feel like you don't feel like you can, can, can drive home, just, like, come over, it'll be fine, so I'm like, okay, I do have options. It's fine. Um, 
so I, uh, like, the bar is closing. It's daylight savings time, so the bar closed, like, an hour earlier. So it's awesome for me. Um, so, like, I'm drunk, drunk, drunk. Um, and uh, I... I'm crying at the table. They're all making plans. Um, they're doing the whole like, well, can you see the alphabet backwards kind of thing? I guess I, that's what she told me afterwards. And I was just like, that's not, that's, that's, that's not, that's not it. Um, but I, I leave and I get to my car and I'm like, okay, my options are I could sleep in the car. However, in this state, I know that like the cops just kind of come by and they check vehicles and my windows would get foggy and they'd be like, you had enough to drink or whatever. And then I was like, okay, it's going to be a thing. Um, I can get to this girl's house. So I call her and she doesn't answer. I was literally texting her 10 minutes before, but it's fine. Um, I call the girl that I was with because they left and then she doesn't answer. Um, I call the girls whose house I ended up trying to go to and she doesn't answer. It's three in the morning. Um, so like, I'm like, all right, cool beans, cool beans. Um, fuck. So I start driving and it's raining and dark. I'm very drunk. Um, going very fast i call my my boyfriend at the, my off on again off again ex at the time and he's like just talking to me and he says that he didn't know that i was even intoxicated so apparently my poker face is really really good or he just didn't really care but he had i guess taken an edible also so like there's that anyway um so I'm driving, and they have a civic circle, so it's like a roundabout, and I uh, remember I was going the wrong way because I had run a light, and I was saw the sign said wrong way, but like it was dark, no one was there, so I was like, it's fine, and then I corrected it, and then I was like, well, why did I even correct it if I'm just going to go the same thing, and then I missed my turn, so I kept going, and I was going way too fast around the circle, and I started sliding because I was trying to turn, but my car started sliding. And um, I hit a sign. And then I backed up. And I went to Safeway because my tires were, the, the sensor was on. And um, one second, I'm going to actually pause this. Boop. All right. Um, this is, whoops, sorry. Okay, so I will have this is part one, well, then a part one, and then I will get back to you in part two.